What's up, everybody? I'm Matt Banworth, the founder of Red Wolf CrossFit, and this is another episode of Pack Mentality. In this episode, we're going to be discussing the benefits of muscle mass. We're going to talk about the importance of it and how to build it. Let's get started. Here to help me is Danny. What's up, Matt? How you feeling? I'm doing well, sir. I'm excited to chat about this topic. I think it's very important. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a long overdue topic in my mind, right? Um, it's definitely something that is spoke about a lot, but isn't really talked about a lot, right? Wow, what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, everyone's like, we need to build more muscle. You need to get more muscle. You need to have more muscle. But what do you specific? What does that specifically mean to everyday people? Yeah, right. And how much muscle to even build in the first place? Right. Like, what are the numbers? Like, okay, should I be one hundred percent muscle? Yeah. <laughs> how know? much is too much? <laughs> well, there. I mean, I don't think that. I mean, well, there's not enough muscle in your body to have that problem. I think that would be a, a good problem to have, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right, well, let's get started with just a couple of things, right? First off, right, what we're seeing here in this podcast today doesn't mean it's the be-all, end-all. You have to only do this. This is just kind of some our opinions based off some facts that we've had experience with. So we'll set that straight right now. And like, Well, they told us we could only do this or this is the only way to build. And that's not what we're saying. We're, sp- we're picking on something specific, and we're going to work through it, okay? But it's February. You guys have already – we definitely got one month into our New Year's resolutions or our one month of fitness in if you've already started with here at the gym. Yep. And now we're kind of taking a gear because a lot of people came into the gym looking to go or start the new year. Like, I want to lose weight, gain muscle, get back in shape, right? Yeah. Well, the first thing we got to do there is get you acclimated to fitness, get your body like moving, get you understood, like get you just in the set of what we're doing. The second part now, let's get more specific about that fat loss goal that you had in your mind, right? And I think the first thing we need to look at is building muscle mass overall, like in the benefits of doing that for yourself, right? right? 100%. So the first thing we're going to tell you is we're going to talk specifically about skeleton muscle mass today, Yeah. right? And that's a very important tool. Like there is a difference between muscle mass and skeleton muscle mass. Skeleton muscle mass is the muscle that is attached to your bones. It's the usable muscle that you have, right? It's, you know, whereas muscle mass is what you think about when you think of muscle, right? When I say think of muscle, Matt, what's the first thing that pops up in your head? Chest and biceps. (laughs) That's that's a great one, yeah. Like or or, or ginormous bodybuilders, yeah. You like, know, like like Ronnie Coleman or Kai Green Ar- Ar- is a great Ar- Arnold one. Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Lou yeah. Figured. How do you say his last name? Which one? Lou, Lou Ferrino. Lou, is that how you say it? Yeah. Okay. The old Hulk. Yeah. yeah. But uh, or you think of like you know The Rock, like movie stars. Yeah, The Rock. You know, Chris Hemsworth. There's another good one that pops up. I think for people's minds. Yeah. Um, I think the you know, those are those are great. That those are overall muscle mass people, right? Their goal is to put as much muscle on their body as humanly possible, right? And it doesn't necessarily mean that they, they're putting on tons of strength or things like that, but it's just they're putting on muscle mass itself. You're, for the rest of us, our everyday people who are going about, we don't really need a ton of muscle. Like, we don't need that extreme. What we need to focus on is our skeleton muscle mass specifically. That's the muscle that's really usable, that's going to generate force and power force, which are the the base points of getting strength and the base points of having healthy fitness overall. Right. Exactly. And I I think, I think let's chat a bit about like why we even want muscle mass in the first place. And I think the first thing is, is that, you know, it's really easy to 
have muscle mass naturally as you, when you're younger, but then as you begin to age, that it becomes more and more difficult to to maintain that without actually having a, a, a solid training regimen. And yeah, and, and people who are sedentary, then we see that there is significant decreases in skeletal muscle mass. So we want to make sure that as you know, we're older, that we're still always incorporating some sort of resistance training just for the preservation of our own health, because that yeah. muscle mass will, will protect us later down the road. Yeah. I was like, do you know what demographic needs it the most? The 65 plus population. Right. And you know why that is? Because they're older. Well, the number <laughs> one, well, the number one cause of injury for the 65 plus crowd is falling. Yes. Right. The inability to support yourself on either a single leg or single arm, plane of motion, and then crashing to the floor, right? Not being able to brace yourself. Like, I think things that we take for granted when we're younger, that definitely becomes an issue as you get older, right? Right. So those are the crowds that need that muscle mass the most, right? We, I mean, we all could use it, but we all, like, we all need these things, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> to get, like, specific into it, so... How do you know, like, how to track your skeleton muscle mass? Well, for us here, we use an in-body scanner. Yeah, it's very right? convenient. So glad that we have that. Right. It's, you know, it's, you book a free intro. It's the first thing we do. You come in to book a global review with us. It's the one thing that we do to track you um, every 30, 60, or 90 days, whatever it may be, right? And the real specific reason we do this is not for your weight, right? It's for us to have data, trackable data for your skeleton muscle mass and for your body fat percentage, Right. Right. That's how, that's the first way we're going to track it. When we get our skeleton muscle mass on there, we want it to be like a good healthy range is 60 to 70% of your body weight, right? And this will, this all changes based on your age too, right? Like mm -hmm. if you're older, it's going to be like, you know, if you're in the, the 50 plus crowd, getting to that 60, 65% range is really tough for you, right? If you're younger, you can, you know, get upwards of like 90 to 110%. Right. So it's just depending on your, but a good healthy range they rec like that most um, physicians will recommend is like 60 to 70% of it. Right. So what we do is we take your skeleton muscle mass, we'll track it, we'll look at it overall between your, your arms, your trunk, your legs, and kind of see how it's divvied out for you. And we'll like direct you in those areas of what, where, where is like the first place you need to work on to build. Right. Where's the first place that we might see some deficiencies for it to fall apart, right? Maybe upper body pulling or pushing if you're kind of new, maybe some lower body um, legs or you know lower body uh, muscular systems to help kind of gain them up right there. And that's how we're tracking those systems for you. Yeah, I, I agree. And that that's what is why I, I love the embody in general is because it lets us get in front of things before it becomes a problem. So just like how you said, if we see that someone's upper body is super high with skeletal muscle mass, but then their lower body needs a lot of work, well, it gives us an obvious focus, right? And then nine times out of 10, that's what their goals are. They're like, oh yeah, like this area of my body just feels underdeveloped and we're like, well, let's confirm and then let's see. And then when we can actually see data and then we can track the data, it lets us know if we're on the right track. And it also lets us know if our program is even working in the first place. And I think that's a big thing that separates us from other gyms is that our ability to to track data on you analyze it and then make changes to the program so that way we get you to where you ex to where you want to go yeah and I mean, i'm just trying to explain the tracking process so everyone can understand like you know we're not making it up we're just pulling it this is what we do for data for you guys right 
so that you can follow along and track when you when coach is working with you and kind of progressing these things. So some of the benefits of doing this, right? So the more you exercise, the technically the more skeleton muscle mass you will have, right? Right. Your muscles are feeding into this, into the exercise. They're getting, you know, muscles are, think of muscle fibers like spaghetti noodles, right? And there's really no, like, link that they can, like, there's no, like, definite link they can go to, right? Right. So some can get really, they've had them stretched out, like, really long, and some have been centimeters long. And so think of it as a cylinder like that that's filled up with water. So when you use your muscle mass, right, it starts to grow and contrast. When you don't use it, it starts to shrink and go away. You don't lose it. It doesn't disappear. It just starts to shrink up into, yeah. tight, you know, into like different areas. Um, they did a study um, about, I don't know, eight years ago now where, uh, over at Fullerton where they had identical twins, right? Uh, two brothers who grew up in the same way. One did only Ironman or endurance running training. And one just was your, was not a great exerciser, but was your everyday kind of individual, right? Uh, and they got them at like, at their, you know, they were in their 40s. And they did all these testing through. And they did all this muscle testing into it. And, they, and what they found was the brother who had done nothing but endurance training for the past decade, right? And done, I'm talking just Ironmans, um, running, cycling, swimming. That's all he was, he had no strength training, no resistance training, right? They found that like his he his muscle his muscle fibers really developed into like a slow twitch or a second or um, a type two fiber uh-huh. and his his fast twitch muscles kind of depleted. They weren't gone, but they weren't being used. So he was like ninety percent slow twitch and ten percent fast twitch, right? And the brother that didn't exercise when they put him through all the testing and they had him start to exercise, he had a more even base of everything. He had more even fast twitch and slow twitch. He was more around the 60, 40, which is what most of us are, right? Right. And his his ability to gain muscle was twice as fast than the brother who had been working out longer, right? So you don't, I, I use this example to show you like, you don't lose muscle. So when people come in like, oh, I've lost it. I'll never get it back. It's not true. It's just been displaced into other areas of your body for energy, okay? So there's hope for all of you, right? If you, it takes about four to eight weeks to kind of get your muscle mass growing back into you, right? When you kind of get your muscle mass going, what this does for you is will increase your metabolism. Increasing our muscle mass, right? We're increasing our overall metabolism, right? Having your overall metabolism high is a good thing, right? We want to be burning calories at a resting heart rate than we do in an active heart rate, right? And that's kind of called your NEAT, right? That's your, just your, NEAT is a nice little acronym that's used that for, your, you know, you, know, you say you burn 500 calories in a workout. Well, you don't stop burning calories throughout. Like your everyday life, like walking, reading, moving around, right? Just breathing. That's your neat aspect, okay? That is your just your body's ability to live. Mm-hmm. And that getting that up, right, in a resting heart rate is what you want to do. And that's what we're going to do is stabilize your, like by increasing your skeleton muscle mass, you're increasing your overall metabolism. So by adding two to three pounds of muscle, you've increased your metabolism up by one to 2%. Now you're burning calories at a regular pace. And now your overall calorie count is changing because now you're, you know, as we're sitting here talking, we're burning calories, right? As you're sitting here listening to this podcast, you're burning calories overall, right? And what we want to do is regulate that and keep your metabolism up for those pieces. That is what's going to keep your longevity good, right? Overall, like if we can get our bodies burning at a resting heart rate, then we're burning, like we're burning good cleans of good sources of fuel. So like 
your body will, wants to burn carbohydrates first, right? Yep. It wants to burn this as your energy. But the problem is we don't feed a lot of carbohydrates into our body in, in all actuality, right? We put in other sources like fats or sugars or things in your system, right? And so your body starts to look for sources, right? And what it wants to burn is this carbohydrates. When it can't find it, it burns its fat. When it can't find fat, it will actually burn muscle instead because muscle looks more appealing in the calorie count versus the fat count, right? Yep. So what we want to do is avoid that. And so by regulating our muscle mass or getting our muscle mass up to a healthy percentage and then regulating those pieces, then we can have our, our body start to burn at a regular rate and start to get rid of certain aspects that we want to get rid of, like, you know, love handles or excess fat elsewhere because now we don't need to store it because your body's pushing through it, yep. right? And so some of the tips to help us with that or some of the things to help us is water intake, right? First thing people come in, first question I ask anybody I ever meet, I ever work with, how much water do you drink, right? And I don't, most, ever, most, people, most people have no idea. <laughs> yeah. e either it's really low or they have no idea. Or they don't track and they lie yeah. to you and they're like, I drink a lot. And they're like, hey, I want you to track your water today. Yeah. And they're like, okay, I didn't, it's 20 ounces. Yeah, well, what, <laughs> what, what is a lot? <laughs> yeah. So a good number is like take your body weight, right, whatever your body weight may be, and then times it by 0.7. So take 70% of that. And that is where you should be in that range of those many ounces per water every day. So if you weighed, you know, a hundred pounds and I took 70%, I should be getting a, a, like somewhere in the ballpark of around 70 ounces of water a day. Okay. That's just a, a real basic cue for you guys and like to look at. So if you're ever curious, you listen to this, you think, know your body weight, divide, see if you're there, right? Most times out of nowhere, you're not. What happens is you don't like what, what we want to do is drink water consistently throughout the day. I know. Big shocker. I know I'm, I'm breaking down some walls here today, right? But you want to drink water throughout your day because that is going to regulate your metabolism. Also, your your uh, muscles need water to grow and they need water to like not to flush out the lactic acid inside them. Okay, so you know, a muscle works by having water in there with sodium, potassium, and it creates charges, and that's how muscles flare up, and that's how we get them into the you know pump state, right? If we're not feeding it enough water, what happens is you start to feel bloated because you drink, like, you probably realize, oh, I haven't had water in like three hours. You chug like 20 ounces of water right now, and now your stomach feels bloated. What happens is your body doesn't know, right, that you're that dehydrated. So it's going to go to the main organs first, right? The kidneys, the liver, the functional things that it's going to go, and it's going to push out all the rest of it. But if you can regulate that throughout the day, like, think about, I mean, the day. From the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, you're probably in the ballpark of like 14 to 16 hours, right? Drinking that much water in that amount of time, not doing it in an eight hour window at work, right? In that amount of time. So if you had to drink 100 ounces, you're like, this is impossible. Not really. And you wake up, you get a small cup of like three to four ounces, drink that right away, right? I drink coffee in the morning. So what I do is I have water, a cup of water before or after I have a cup of coffee. So I remember to drink, right? And I'm, I'm logging, and I, and I have a hydro flask, and that's what I track. And I'm like, okay, I had three hydro flasks today. I can now have um, this delicious juice that I want or something, right? And that's that's what I get myself through on the waters. I don't know if you have any tips on that for you. Yeah, uh, the, the, the first thing I do every morning is the same thing. But I, I will make it a little bit tastier. I'll try and be productive with it by adding in, uh, <laughs> by adding in uh, greens, collagen protein, uh, Carter shred. What else do I add? 
Um, well, I mean, that, that's a that's a trip too. I mean, that's all water too. If you have coffee, that's all water too. So think about it. You know, I'll take myself for example. I'm I'm 230 pounds, right? And I come in here and I so if I do 70 percent of that, that's roughly 174 ounces I have to drink every day. Okay, freaking hard. Yeah, right. That's a lot. But I do it by this. I track my. I have a hydro flask that's 40 ounces. I drink at least four of those by themselves throughout the day, right? I also have a drink where I mix my greens as well, right? I do a drink like that. I have another drink where I mix um, my salt in there, right? So I make sure I get my sodium. Each one of those are 20 ounces. Then I'm having at least 100 ounces of coffee. I'm just kidding. I'm having about 40 ounces of coffee, right? So I'm getting it throughout the day in those different aspects. And plus I'm having like seltzer waters and things like that in the evening, right? When I'm kind of burned out from having just regular tap water or filter water or whatever, right? I can't stress this enough. Drinking water is what's going to get your muscles built. You can't, if you think you're going to gain muscle and be dehydrated, you are sadly mistaken. It just will not work, right? What's going to happen is we'll have one great day of working out and you're going to be so sore for the next two or three days that your ability to push yourself to the next level is not going to be there. And you're going to start falling apart, right? So water intake, number one, right? Number two, think about your sodium intake right? I know this is a, a real like, what's the word? Taboo word to say, right? Hey, um, sodium, have some salt, right? But the reality is salt's really good for you. It's in your system. Now, about, I'm, and what we're talking about is like a thousand milligrams, right? Would you say? About a thousand, About yeah. a thousand milligrams a day, right? Which is really not a lot of salt, but where salt comes bad for you, if you're eating a ton of fast food or you're eating a ton of processed food right that's why they keep sodium in there to keep it fresh and keep it longer right so that's the that's the dirty secret oh in and out's delicious we love in and out but my sodium is crazy high after i eat it yeah that's not great every day and if you're eating fast food every day reach out to us right now come talk to one of our nutrition people like let's get you on a program because that is not healthy but i digress like (laughs) salt is the next thing you kind of need right salt is going to help regulate your muscles right salt is you need salt to help muscles grow because that's what you need salt and potassium to send charges through muscles when it's fully hydrated right once i'm fully hydrated and i get salt in there now i'm going to send charges through there and i'm able to actually hold contractions in the muscles for longer periods of time that's also known as the pump right you see people who are super pumped all the time that's one of the things that will help them as a quick trick um matt's the one who really turned me on to having salt all the time (laughs) I mean, you got some tricks with that for him? Because you're the one who kind of brought it to my attention. Well, I, I'm not the one. Caitlin was the one who brought it to my attention. Yeah, so Caitlin really so, helped us all out. So, yeah, so it, I can't really take credit for that. But, yeah, the um, the laments are really good. Yeah, so, I mean, Wait, what is take, it called? I can't, I can't remember. I think it's Element. It. Element, yeah. yeah. But they spell it all weird, so I can't even weird, pronounce yeah. it. But, yeah, that, that, that's, that's really good. That's a salt supplement that we take. Like I know, I mean, I take it on the regular at least once every day. I know... Matt and Caitlin take it. Yeah, I, I like to take it in the morning. But Caitlin, I've seen Caitlin just add regular Himalayan pink salt, so when she likes, right? Yeah. She adds that to her food on a, like a regular basis, I feel like, yeah. right? Yeah, we, we definitely make sure we, we get it in. And uh, it, it's uh, it's one of those things where you, you don't think you'll notice it, but you really do. It makes a huge difference. And, and if you don't, you know, if it's something you don't think about now, like I know there's there's cholesterol, there's blood pressure, there's those things going into it. Okay, well then the first step for you is to regulate your water intake, 
regulate your weight, and then we can start adding in something like that. Don't do it right now. But if you're kind of already in that, that boat of like, well, you know, I'm sore all the time, my muscles aren't really working, have we tried adding, you know, a tablespoon of salt a day, right? Have we start there, right? Maybe a teaspoon if you just really hate salt, like sprinkling it through our food, things like that, and then kind of progress and see if that helps us. Yeah. Right? Definitely something you want to track in MyFitnessPal. You could definitely track sodium in there. Yep. So you, you'll want to see what your sodium intake is. And then also talk, definitely talk with a coach because they can help you also examine what your training level is like. Because if you're not training super hard either and your sodium levels are pretty high just from the food that you're eating, then you probably don't need to supplement with it. But let's say that you're, you know, you're training five, six days a week hard. Let's say also it's like maybe during the summertime and it's really hot out and you're losing a lot of, fluids. you know, yeah, yeah. fluids and electrolytes because, you know, it gets pretty hot in here sometimes. Then that's, you know, a, a, might be a good time to, uh, to add that in. But definitely track it first. Talk with a coach first before you just go out and start, you know, blowing money on this stuff as well. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, a lot of this is geared. I mean, we're assuming that if you're listening to this, you're at least working out three or four times a week, doing at least like an hour of activity with us, right? Doing some walking or um, cardiovascular stuff away from the gym, right? So that's that, that's what we're looking at for like the, the healthy individual that we're talking to. If you don't work out at all and you're in you know a bad shape, reach out to us, let us know. We'd love to help you, right? We all started somewhere, right? We all had to come through there. We've worked with everything. So if you have questions like that, please let us know. We'd love to talk about it. I get super geeky when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, no, it's fun. Yeah. Um, and then the last one here for building your muscle mass, right, is to make sure we're adding in weight training. We're adding in resistance training. We're, we're not just doing. And by that, what I mean is we're adding in challenging sets or challenging reps to you, right? We're not just doing, hey, uh, three sets of five bench press today. And I'm going to stay at the yeah. same weight. And then next week, I'll add a couple bit of pounds. No, no. We want to make sure that we're doing you know, overhead presses, you know, bench presses, we're doing rows, we're doing push-ups, we're doing jumps, we're doing step-ups, we're doing legs. And then we're also doing a monostructural aspect of repetitive, you know, monostructural is repetitive movement in the, you know, running, rowing, biking, yeah. stepping, jumping, right? We can't just be doing, you know, one specific thing. We're going to get as much burning as possible so that that muscle grows everywhere. One of the things that is a, you know, with muscle if you don't use it, you, you know, if you, the term is you don't use it, you lose it, right? right? What that means is, let's take calves, right? Calves are like men's biggest, like, fault. They all want big calves. They don't know how to get big calves. They all, like, work on it. But they don't really work on it. They do a couple calf raises here and there throughout the week, and they're like, oh, that's good. That's all I need to do, right? They focus a lot of time on their upper body. Let's say their biceps, triceps, and shoulders. Well, what's going to happen is if I'm working my biceps, triceps, and shoulders four or five times a week, and that's what I'm focused on, and I'm, and I'm only working my calves maybe one time a week, that's not enough to counterbalance the muscle mass throughout, right? Yeah, so my, it, yeah it's really important to remember, too, that you need enough difficult sets, you know? Yeah. And you need, and the, the, like, I, people always ask me, well, how do I know that I'm lifting heavy enough? And it's pretty simple. Like if you're not making funny faces on the last three to four reps, you're probably not going heavy enough on your sets. And then this is where also we come in as coaches because when we design our programs, we know that volume works and progressive overload works for building muscle. We also know also 
how to coach you through it to where you're using enough weight to where you'll make progress without overdoing it as well. And then, you know, this will help you save time and frustration getting to your goals. I mean, because one of the things, I mean, when you first start in, you, you know, you go back to what I was saying. If you start working your upper body and not your lower body, what's going to happen is the muscle mass is going to pull from your lower body to support the upper body because it's the most, it's being used the most. It's just your body is naturally going to take over that defect. If I'm working my whole body the whole, all the way through, I'm going to stay symmetric and balanced, and overall I'm going to stay healthy on the way I build my muscle. Right? You're not going to go too far one direction in the arms or too far one direction in the legs. What you're going to do is be nice and even so you can carry that weight supportively over your body, right? And then going back to what you just said there with training and having a coach really look at things, right? That's what coming into the gym is for, right? That's what we do as, as coaches, as, as you know, staff members. We sit down, we make up workouts that look good, are fun, and for you to go through like without thinking about it, right? When you come in, how do you know like, you're pushing yourself? Well, you know, are you out of breath? Does your heart rate get elevated? Are you starting to um, sweat or get perspirate, right? Those are three aspects of you working hard already right there, right? Are you pushing yourself to not failure, but to a point where you're kind of worried about, like, I don't know if I can do the next rep, right? Um, if I'm doing a set of lifting, do I am I doing it unbroken or am I resting? Am I having to take breaks in between, right? Usually if I'm breaking it up or taking breaks in between, it means that it's a challenging set. It means that I'm having a hard time, right? Those are just like basic aspects to know where you're feeling it, right? You don't have to go to failure every day. You don't have to go like push yourself to the limit, right? Th those things will come as you get stronger. And then kind of our last piece here we're going to talk about is this this myth and we just want to throw it out there because it's it's our favorite myth to hear but is it what i think it is yeah lifting weights makes you bulky <laughs> yeah. yes or makes me manly right or makes you manly yeah i hear no. a lot of women yeah luckily <laughs> luckily it's getting better yeah I, luckily we don't get that as, as often as, as we used to I, I think that strength training and weight training in general for women has gotten a lot better in terms of what the general consensus is on on weightlifting I would say this, it takes a, okay, I'll say there's two topics here we'll cover on this slide and then we'll close it up for everybody, okay? I'll say this, it takes a lot for you to look like what you think you're going to look like. A right? lot. It takes a lot. A lot of calories and a lot of steroids. Well, <laughs> even then, like, you might not get there, but. Yeah, that's very it, true. It takes a, I mean, it's, you know, when you see a bodybuilder or you see a very, like, CrossFit games athlete, Right. They're, they're, that's years of hard work, dedication, sacrifice, right? You, and probably about at least three hours a day in the gym. Well, yeah, minimum. not to mention, I mean, it's a given. You're already working out with no life, right? Yeah. But you're also giving up, like I would say, sacrificing all the food that really is delicious and that you love, you can't ever have. Right? Like yeah. sweets, alcohol, high processed food, not forget it. You can't yeah. have it. You right? also don't have, probably don't have a regular job. Yeah. To, get, to look like that, that, you can't really have a regular job. Yeah. There's that because that's all you can do is train, yeah, eat, you have and to train. sleep, recover. So it, even like bodybuilders, right, spend you know four to six hours a day working on their physique, their poses, things like that. Their eating is very disciplined. They're not. Go I know they. I know they always show the cheat meals and the the good times that you see, but that is like really like one in a blue moon, right? There's a lot of other things they're sacrificing. So I only say that 
So when you think that you're going to get super muscular or things like that, it takes a lot of process to get there. If you're just coming off the street, you want to get muscular because getting muscular means you're losing fat. If you're losing yes. fat, you're losing weight, and that means you're getting into a better health overall. Yes. And right? the more muscle you have, the more metabolic you are. Right. And then the, the second thing I'll say to that is if you look strong, like what's wrong with – like we want strong women. Like we want – strong individuals to come in here like and be strong to lift up other people around them like to go through and support and like work super hard nothing's more motivating to me than or like makes me feel like i have to work harder than i come in here and there's a single mom with of three kids who's super jacked and rip who works out eats good right and you're like man what is my excuse right you know exactly like, and that's how I, and that's like motivation for me personally right so there's nothing wrong with it. Like, you know what I mean? Like we should celebrate some of that stuff sometimes, but you're not going to get bulky just because you come in and work out once or twice a week. Right? No, no, no. That's, that's extremely, and, and all like it takes hours a day for years on end with no, with just a razor sharp focus to get <laughs> and like even that. then you might not make it. And even then like, you might even not then, make it. You might not even get to like, you might even be like, what the heck? Yeah. yeah, even if you train for weight, I would even argue a, a regular person training for an hour a day, just weightlifting, not even CrossFit, won't get to that bulkiness. Won't get it. Yeah, yeah. even if, even if they were trying, yeah. I don't think they could do it. It would be, it, it, it would, I, you know, I only say this because, you know, Matt comes from the CrossFit world. He has done CrossFit at a high level, you know, a little bit higher than me. I've come from powerlifting and bodybuilding where I worked with people who've gone to go on to compete in those fields. I myself like worked really hard too to get really in a high status. And I will tell you right now, the amount of work and sacrifice it took to even suck at the thing that we wanted to do was so hard to get. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's true. I worked, I sat for like, you know, I'll tell you my story real quick. I went, I went to sanctuals in 2019. I spent the whole year of 2018 dieting, right on a restrictive calorie count right watching everything i did working my skills working everything to get to go to one sanctional to come in dead last in three events right? get smoked so i was like what am i even doing and it was just like it was like i i opened it, i was like oh right i've only been doing this for a year these guys have been doing it for five plus years and it was like a shell shock in that moment yeah. right yeah it always yeah. is like I, I was in the same boat i yeah you know we, we all get punched in the face yeah. somehow but so, you know that's just part of how we learn yeah it's just part of the things but i mean in your overall just recapping here your overall general pop coming in the best thing you can do is regulate your water right start tracking your muscle mass stop worrying about weight on a scale Come in, track your muscle mass. Let's build muscle because building muscle means we're losing fat. If we're losing fat, we're getting in shape. If we're getting in shape, we're gonna long, we're gonna prolong our lives, right? And we're gonna. And the older we get, the more like we want freedom when we get older, right? We want to be able to move around without restrictions, without medications, right? Without any of that stuff for as long as we can, and not relying on support. Exactly. And just one last tip for me is that if you're also looking to just lose fat. Stop worrying about losing fat and worry about gaining muscle because the more muscle you gain, the more ca muscle mass built burns calories more than than just doing just straight cardio work. Then you're gonna, you're more likely to lose fat along with it. So uh, that's why I tell a lot of people who come in looking only to lose fat. I'm like, well, let's focus on building muscle because if you build muscle, the more likely you are to lose fat and lose fat at a faster pace. Yeah, and that's what a coach is for, right? To 
redraw your attention to a, a more attainable goal or a more attainable like pathway and then put you on there get you going and then show you how to track it right throughout all of it exactly a coach can help you find a more efficient path to your goals all righty, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning into this week's podcast. If this information was helpful, please leave us a five-star review so we know to make more content like this. If you have any questions, we'd love to chat with you more. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Red Wolf CrossFit. You can also send us a message there, and we will answer any questions you may have. If you know anyone that wants to improve their health and fitness, book a free intro with us at redwolfcrossfit.com. Good luck. Have fun. Nailed it. it. <laughs>